If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. That one, I think for both of us, was uh, was tougher than I was expecting. Yeah, I had to go a bit left field. I, I liked it. You weren't prepared for the left field. I was, yeah, there's no way you can, you can be prepared for the left field. That's why it's left field. I don't really know much about baseball. <laughs> mm. I don't even know if this is a baseball metaphor. Neither do I. Lots of things happen on fields. Could be a metaphor for growing corn. Ooh, never never plant in the left field. Yeah, watch out for that left field. Well, that's where all the weevils hang out. Anyway. Uh, pre-ordering. Yes. And uh, why it is toxic and stupid and you shouldn't do it. Why it's toxic and stupid and you shouldn't do it, yet we all do it all the time. Well, we'll do it. I do it because... <laughs> I do it. Because, as I said, I have to be on top of these things. Mm-hmm. I have to get the game nice and preloaded so it'll be ready to play in my small allotment of time. That's true. In which I have to play games in the week. Uh, I think that's true. Uh, I also, like, I just pre-ordered that, uh, what, what was it, Mario 3D All-Stars? Yeah, well, apparently you need to be on top of that specifically. Because they're going to stop selling it after a while for some reason. It's the second best-selling game on Amazon of all time. Yeah, because they did the, uh, what's the term for it? Artificial scarcity thing. Oh, r- right. They they ramped up artificial scare- scarcity where they just told everyone, we're, we're not selling it after a certain date. Get it now. Go, go, go. Do your thing. And I did. They said jump, and I jumped. But it's it's digital. There's no reason to artificially like say you're not going to sell it beyond a certain point yes i mean unless you like i mean this isn't the age of uh poor bandwidths where you could only download a certain number of red versus blue episodes that yes that's fair that's fair (laughs) who remembers that oh i loved red versus blue classic old machinima uh okay so here here's here's my Here's my half-assed argument for giving them a limited window for digital release. Okay. Uh, one, the, the first thing on my, on my mind is, is a digital storefront obligated to sell a game for all of eternity? Well, no. That's, uh, no business is obligated to do anything. Right. So, so, you know, they can do whatever they want to... Theoretically, wouldn't it help clean up some of the digital storefront clutter? Selling games for a brief period? Yes. Well, it would stop it being cluttered with one specific thing. That's <laughs> sort of a pissing in the ocean at this point. Well, if if other game makers decided to do similar things. Well, are you talking about mandating this? On, like, indie developers who might need their games to be available for long periods of time to get optimal earning out of it? I, I don't know. Listen, I, I, like I said, this is a very half-assed argument. Yes, it sounded like it. But, uh, but my, my, only, my only real concern here is, like, is it as big a deal as people are making it out to be? 
<clears throat> Nintendo giving a limited window for selling a digital product, which they theoretically could sell forever as long as the e-store is up. Well, I guess uh, everyone's outraged because it sets a new precedent. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the one they've set before with like physical things where they deliberately didn't manufacture very many of the NES classics and caused a big riot for demand. Yes. And I guess artificial scarcity has proved to work as a tactic, but I guess at this point, there's, I mean, you could halfway justify manufacturing a small number of consoles because like manufacturing stuff is still a cost to you. Right. But there's no cost to you for producing digital stuff unless you count bandwidth costs. Well, I assume... And I, like every other game they release, presumably, produces quite a lot of that. Well, there has to be some sort of like server maintenance for game storage. Like so, there, there has to be some sort of albeit I'm sure very minimal, cost to store a game on your digital storefront and have it available all the time. Well, yeah. As I say, there's the bandwidth costs for that. Yeah. And I suppose there's also the cost of having to uh, maintain the game and having to update it. I guess not so much on the Switch store, because the Switch is fixed hardware, but you have to constantly update PC games to be mm-hmm. to work with like new video cards and new hardware. Yes. And so, like, I I think there is a a very minimal cost to hosting a game on your digital storefront. I don't think that's what Nintendo is doing with Mario 3D All-Stars. I think that's pure FOMO. Yeah. Um, And so, like, like, before before people start, you know, writing in the comments that I'm a Nintendo apologist or a corporate apologist, I think what they're doing is shitty, but not fully shitty. Well, say that to um, Orphan Tim. Mm. Orphan Tim, who likes, uh, saved up all his Christmas money and all the money he made sweeping chimneys and running messages and uh, delivering sausages from the butcher's shop, uh-huh. and saved up all his money and only by the end of March managed to scrape up enough money for the copy of Mario All-Stars that would have saved his sister's life. And it would have saved her life? Because she was had leukemia or something. And finding only then that it was no longer being sold, he missed his chance. Orphan Tim and Orphan Sally must waste away. No, not Orphan Tim and Sally. It's so amazing that a game could save their lives instead of medicine. It was, uh, you know, well, a lot of it was the placebo effect. It's just the only truly happy memories of Sally's life were when they were playing Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube. Back in the day before their parents died and they were forced to live with evil Uncle Herman who sold all their stuff. Not Herman. And after that point she went into a decline and the only possible turnaround, because they didn't have a PC that could support emulation, was to get Mario All-Stars on the Switch. They had a Switch somehow. (laughs) A, a A kindly passerby gave them a Switch that took pity on their huddled forms in the snow. Here you go. Keep warm with this. Oh, thanks, mister. Oh, God bless you, mister. You're <laughs> one of the angels, mister. <laughs> All right. I've done my good deed for the day. Time to go back down to the switch store. God, that's a terrible <laughs> accent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, you're about as good as mine. Well, there you go. Uh, I, grew, okay. I grew up in one of the classier areas of England. Oh. I'd be offended if you tried to do the received pronunciation accent. The received pronunciation accent? Yes, that's the accent I'm doing now. 
where you oh. sound out all the vowels and consonants, and it generally makes you sound posh. <laughs> oh, okay, I like that. Yeah, I think I think it also helps if you like uh, raise your upper lip, so you kind of sound like this when you do oh, it. Yes, yes. My name is Prince Charles. What do you do? <laughs> How terribly interesting! Oh, oh, are you a commoner? How interesting! <laughs> Okay, no more making fun of Yahtzee's accent. We are talking about pre-orders. Yes. And that, well, the point I was making yeah, sorry, was that um, you're, you're just like unnecessarily disappointing people who miss the window for whatever reason. Sure. Uh, I agree. I, I, think, I think this is a very interesting case. It's, it's going to be very, very interesting to see if they stop uh, you know, after they they get done, stop selling it digitally. I know I was I was having a, a chat with uh, with Marty Sleva, uh, a writer over at EscapistMagazine.com, and oh, I've heard that site's good. Oh, it's very good, full of quality content. Mm. He was theorizing that Nintendo's plan after they're done with Mario 3D All Stars is to sell them individually digitally. Yeah, I have a friend who has professed the same opinion. And and that makes a lot of sense. And so then it's like the pre-order bonus is you possibly get all three of them for cheaper. I know, like for me, I got the physical version just because I really want that. Right. This is all speculation, of course. Of course. You think they're going to put like physical versions of the individual games out as well? Because no. I doubt it. No, I incredibly doubt that. But I do think they will sell each of them digitally. Uh, possibly, you know, at a raised price, like thirty bucks each, instead of, instead of uh, what is it, sixty for all three? Right. Mm-hmm. There's no specific reason to do that, except because of corporate maximized profit evilness. But then yes. I suppose you could say the same about any sale. Yes. So we're going to arbitrarily reduce the cost of this thing for a while, and then put it back up, <laughs> because that's just standard practice, I guess. Yes, well, and you know, Nintendo Nintendo is an outlier, and I think a lot of the rage just comes because usually Nintendo has a very positive business vibe about it. They have good, um, they have goodwill. Yes, probably the most goodwill of all the major game producers. Absolutely, and so like usually when we talk about pre-orders, we are talking about the 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 skeevy salesmen's. Yeah, where the pre-ordering thing is a is part of the machine of building hype. Yes, which so is you can buy this right now and have it ready to play as soon as it's out. You, you can be one of the cool kids. Oh, and if you if you pre-order it through GameStop, then you get an exclusive mission, bonus content. Yeah, all all stuff that is very much not rooted in the ideals of artistic expression agreed and and even beyond that of course is just buying something before you know whether it's going to be good so many games people yeah. pre-order it sucks they yeah, feel disappointed we've railed on that before oh yeah like not even demos not even trailers just pre-ordering straight off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because you know the name just because <laughs> you know they're making a game based on something you like Yep, and no matter how cool it looks, you always wait for the reviews. Always wait. And really, in, in this day of, of day one patches, wait like a week after it comes out until they patch all the problems. 
But what if you miss out? <laughs> I'm so afraid of missing out. Right? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I guess maybe that does. Maybe that depends on your group of friends. Well, my all my friends are game reviewers, so uh, yeah, we all need to be on top of it. That's true. Well, the the specific thing that spurred this topic actually was the all that weirdness that's going on with the PS5 pre-order stuff. Yes, the not only because with PlayStation Five, it wasn't just pre-ordering. Yeah, it, you were you were pre-ordering for the chance to pre-order. <laughs> yes, that's insanity. It's it's really taken it all to a new level, isn't it? Well, and, it, this is all the all the spaces on the bingo card. It's artificial scarcity and it's FOMO, and and it's it's proving your loyalty because they specifically said that we are you know you have to include your PS network gamer tag, and we will check to see if you are a loyal enough customer. That is fucked. That's so fucked. I mean, why are we being expected to prove loyalty to a brand? I mean, we're not a fucking, like, branded retail shop. Right, no, because we want the thing. Don't you want the thing? Oh, you want it so bad. I mean, in an ideal world, the product is supposed to prove itself to us so that we decide to spend our money on it. Right, right. And guess what? Nope. Nope, they don't care. This is like that one episode of South Park where Cartman gets a theme park. I don't know if I see that one. Uh, no, no. I, 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 if it was a later season, I probably definitely didn't. Well, the plot is he comes into uh, some inheritance and buys a theme park, but he just wants a theme park only for himself. Okay. So he's like running through it just by himself. Then it starts breaking down, so he has to hire a handyman. And in order to pay for the handyman's uh, salary, he has to reluctantly allow two people per day into the theme park. Mm. And it just escalates until he's forced to allow like 2,000 people into the park every day. <laughs> and this turns into a ma- incredibly good marketing strategy. Ah, it's like the uh, you know, it's the it's the Tundera character in anime. It's like I didn't really want you here. <laughs> I don't really want you here, but okay, fine. I will. Um, I will <laughs> suck your dick. Right. I will. Al- I will allow you to suck my dick, which is yes. what Sony is doing. Exactly. Which you know, like. I I I will evaluate all of your loyalty and whom I deem to be the best customer is allowed to suck my dick. And in an ideal world, everyone would just tell them to piss off. Right. But that is not the world we live in. I mean, in an ideal right. world, a lot of problems with the games industry could be fixed if we could just all decide en masse to not pre-order. If we could, just, if we could all just not pre-order, I think though, then that might provoke a bit of a... Uh, introspective moment for the publishers but people just won't not pre-order there there is that that little shell of our lizard brain left that that wants the thing i want it i want it for me i I want shiny thing i don't want them to have shiny thing if they have shiny thing i don't get the shiny thing today's triple a publishers are masters at making you want things you never really wanted (laughs) We were talking about it just before we started recording about the new Marvel Avengers. Yeah. And, yeah. All the, and now it's like just a coalition of all the heavily refined tactics. It's, it's, very, it's very sad. It's, it's very, very sad. And the big, the big question for me is now, so like Sony came out and did the pre-order thing. Mm. And they said, you know, we're going to pre-pre-order 
And and I, I also think that it was part of them gauging response, like how many people will be interested in this as part of like their internal calculations for how much are we going to charge for the thing? When are we actually going to release it? But well, that's then, one of the things they do pre-ordering for. It's to gather data and uh, analyze the popular support for a, for a concept. Exactly. But I think uh, a lot of their preparation got spoiled just this very morning when Xbox released the price and uh, and date for the Xbox Series S, the lighter Xbox. Yeah, this has turned around a little bit, hasn't it? Because remember a few E3s ago, Microsoft were trying to get away with the most anti-consumer product in the world. Mm-hmm. Where they were saying you can't, you cannot lend games to other people unless you, they, you jump through a million hoops, and your console has to be constantly on and constantly online. It has to report back to the mothership every day, mm-hmm. yep, or yep. it will report that you are an insurgent citizen, and the police will come. And then Sony just went, "Hey, what a bunch of twats! Here's our console. It's three hundred bucks. You can lend each other games as much as you like." Bam. Hmm. And yeah, I guess it's just the other way around now. Sony's put their foot in it with their, oh, uh, let's see who is worthy to suck our dick thing. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft are jumping on it. It's just, it's the wheel has, it's just the wheel has turned and someone else is on the bottom now. Not like not just jumping on it, like jumping on it with high heels because like a price point of $300 for their light unit is amazing. I was, I was expecting a couple hundred more at least. And so I, I think like they've jumped on it with a fervor, even though apparently it was like it was leaked, quote unquote. Oh yeah, but it was it was leaked. It was leaked, and then after all of the positive response, Microsoft said, "No, that's really it. That's true. That that oh, it was a leak, but it's true." <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that yeah. was a deliberate leak. Of course, of course, it was. It was one hundred percent a deliberate leak. That was that was a a toe in the water oh the water seems to be fine nope the whole body was we meant to go in there yep 100 mm. <laughs> percent. but it, so it'll be interesting it'll it'll be very interesting to see how sony counters that after their pre pre-order bullshit <sighs> well it's annoying for me because i'm gonna need one of these consoles for work this is this is the problem well except for you won't really because no, neither of the consoles has an exclusive that you need to play it right at launch. No, that's true. And I think a lot of the PS5 exclusives are on PS4 as well. Yes, and and like I want to the only thing they have uh for PS5 is what is Miles Morales. Yeah, just Spider-Man but another one. Yeah, Spider-Man but already, another one. And we already played that one. Thanks. <laughs> just uh, put up your old Spider-Man review, but every time you say Spider-Man uh hastily voice over miles morales why not get a laugh and it would be a week less work for me <laughs> that's your vacation week yeah, miles morales do that for christmas there you go so so yeah it's it's tough like i i feel like even like something i said before we started recording which was coming up for more reasons why you shouldn't pre-order was really difficult for me because the main reason is so powerful yeah, just uh, they're not entitled to your money, guys. <laughs> they're not. And ask the them same... to ask them to prove themselves to you. Mm-hmm. Governments should be afraid of their people and all that. Hi, hi, ho, ho! Absolutely, you, you have value. 
Have some self-esteem. <laughs> you go, oh, oh, fine. I, I, I think I would be the best at sucking your dick, Mr. Sony. Please give me a chance. This is my one chance out of the gutter. <laughs> Have some dignity, game buyers. And and I, it it is it's slightly hypocritical because I do pre-order. Uh, well, but as we say, it's our obligation. Exactly. It's, I think it's a, actually, I think a lot thing. of this pre-order culture is rooted in like the the uh, the YouTube fantasy. Uh, like there's hundreds of thousands of people who want to be in our position as the professional YouTube game reviewers. Ooh, yeah. And this and uh, like the prospect of being to, able to play the games and stream the games before anyone else. This consoles are 100 percent leading people on with that fantasy it started with the ps4 share button and it hasn't stopped oh so it, you're it's it's more insidious than just impressing your friends it's impressing the audience that you don't have yeah it's the age of social media be the first of your facebook pals to review this game be, yes. get the clicks get the clicks on your youtube channel that's got like 100 subscribers but if you're the only one with a review of this game, it's the only one people are going to come to. Oh, oh no. Monetize all your hobbies. But you can monetize your hobbies harder if you get the new shiny thing first. Oh, fuck. Yeah, see, that's yeah. that's incredibly true and even more terrible. Is unboxing still a thing? Yes. That's, yeah, that's terrible. Like, buy, buy product. Buy a product and be the first to open product for all your jealous orphan Tims watching. Orphan Tims with their little noses pressed up against the glass of the toy shop watching you unbox your expensive presents. It is. It's capitalism porn. Like, I'll never be able to buy that new phone, but I can watch someone else open up the box just like I would open it up. It's extraordinary to think. I still remember a time when game publishers tried to clamp down on the shit like Let's Plays and streams because, mm. hey, who's going to buy a game when they've seen someone else play the whole thing on YouTube? Little did they realize everyone would eventually be a YouTuber. Yeah, Nintendo for a while were like, they were like the last outliers trying to prevent YouTube uh, Let's Plays of Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah. But now everyone embraces it because uh, who'd have thought? The sales go up if like it gets popular with certain streamers because you know, because this is obvious if you thought about it. When you watch someone else play a game, what's your first thought? Ooh, that looks good. Can I have a go? <laughs> Little brother syndrome. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely, I want to play now. I want to play now. Oh Jesus! So that... in many ways, we're to blame. Us in the gaming media, the YouTube media, are to blame for creating this whole pre-order culture. Well, that's just depressing then. Or maybe it's just the corporations, like, slime dripping into the cracks on the pavement. They just look for every slightest weakness, and their amorphous mass can exploit them. <laughs> such, a, such a flowery description. Uh, I really enjoy that. Well, I probably need another coffee. <laughs> You, did you just waste all of your all of your creative writing for the day? Yeah, I haven't. I need to write my page of book later. Shit. Oh, sorry, sorry. You just Man. wasted it describing evil corporations. I'd have to drink two coffees today. Mm. I think the thing to take away from this whole discussion is that corp the corporate monopolies are evil. Yes, but they're just exploiting the instincts that we have, mm. and that's and that's just their nature. As I say, it's just a liquid into that is filling all the cracks. Mm -hmm. They're just gonna 
without any real decision making on their part that it's going to exploit every possible way to make money that's why government regulation is so important the corporation mm. has no real conscience guiding it it's just right. going to do what makes the money so in many ways it is us humanity to blame if we cannot fight off the instincts that make us pre-order things the corporations are just going to exploit it mm. to get better people of the internet be best be Who said be- that <laughs> Someone very wise, I'm sure. Let me just look it up. Oh, all right. Oh, don't be no. don't be that best. Be a different best. Be a different best. Be a vo- be a voice of reason and take it to the house of government, so, change, so someone can do something. Change starts from within. That's right. If enough people just internalize the thought that hey, if I didn't pre-order, then statistically. Probably a lot of other people will stop pre-ordering as well. Mm-hmm. For there are only like 20 different personality types in the world. Is that what? Is that, is and that everyone who's thing? with the same personality type as me would probably be considering not pre-ordering as well. So maybe mm-hmm. I should take the lead. Take the lead in not the way the corporation wants you to, by playing the games before anyone else. Take the lead in deciding that maybe that's not important to you. Ooh, except for the pre-forementioned problem with that which is that you and i kind of need to play them as well we as ever are the exceptions (laughs) do as i say not as i do maybe we could uh turn their own tactics against them they say fear of missing out we say ah but what if you miss out on missing out maybe missing out could be cool we could we could turn missing out into something trendy and then everyone will want to miss out and then they'll stop pre-ordering Wait a minute. And then people say, hey, we've, hey, I've pre-ordered the new game. And we're like, that's so yesterday. We're all missing out on the game. <laughs> Is that possible? Can you make that cool? I think if you got the, a few key personalities to do it, then I, you probably could. You probably could make missing out cool. I mean, that's what coolness is in certain interpretations. It's, it's being aloof. It's not going along with the herd. So it's okay. It's the hashtag while you were playing. <laughs> Good thinking. Yes. While you were playing, I had sex with my wife. Boom. While you were playing Spider Man Miles Morales, I went on a hike in the Grand Canyon and had sex with it. And had I fucked the Grand Canyon. It was disappointing for yeah. all of us. <laughs> Not terribly sensitive, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> if you if if you want to work the clit it's a three-day hike sorry this wasn't the riff i was going for <laughs> while you were playing i learned mandarin chinese and Boom. will be and will be better positioned for after society collapses yes very much so i i like this i i like this movement while the the while you were playing movement while you were playing X game, I was doing. Some, I was starting a recycling program for senior citizens to get jobs. Was that like a euphemism for grinding them up into meat? Uh, ooh, that's not what I meant. I meant I was hiring senior citizens to recycle metal. Well, have you considered grinding them up for meat? I ah. mean, it makes sense in an overpopulated country. I suppose. Soylent Green. While while you were playing, I created Soylent Green for reals. I just, I just can't imagine old people would taste very good. 
Well, you know, it's like beef jerky. You just oh, chew on it for a while. That's even more disgusting than I initially what, thought. Hashtag while you were playing, I disgusted my co-commentator by discussing mm. cannibalism. And even gross cannibalism, not even good cannibalism. Yeah. It's not like human veal. Oh, yummy. So tender. We're stopping this now. Well, we probably can't spearhead this particular hashtag because we're still playing all the games. That's that's always the problem. That's our sacrifice. Absolutely. We are eternally forced to not miss out. Mm. It's up to you, Internet. We believe in the power of you, people of the Internet. Go outside because we can't. If anyone listening to this is particularly charismatic, mm-hmm. what the fuck am I saying? Then you will be the one to push this hashtag and start a new age of consumerism based on reasonable decision making. Boom. And there's probably some famous charismatic people who follow us, right? Yeah, sure. Anything's possible. Duncan Jones follows me on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. He, he genuinely does. Okay. You can like you can search your Twitter followers for the ones that have got like uh the little blue check mark next to their oh, names. Oh, okay. So I did that and there was him and I think of all people, the bassist from the Ramones. <laughs> oh, okay. Well that's neat. I think it was the Ramones. Mm. So yeah. Those two people. What? Duncan Jones and the bassist from the Ramones. Go and do something cool and not play video games. While you were playing. It's yes. happening. <laughs> Anyone famous follow you? You must have Macaulay Culkin, right? I don't know if Mac follows me, I'll be honest. I don't I don't follow him. <laughs> if that Well uh so maybe. Maybe he does and like you just broke his heart saying that. Maybe oh, he was listening to no. that very thing. I enjoy him as a person. I enjoy hanging out and talking to him. He's very lovely. Uh, I just haven't had no excuse to follow. Okay, wait. How did we find this out here? All right, I'm going to my my Twitter page. I think the last time I searched for like followers with blue check marks, I had to do it from like an external site. Oh, okay. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Okay, I'll fill. Phil, um, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Um, we enjoy making it. We do one every week. Did you know that? Crazy, isn't it? This week's topic was: uh, Should you pre-order? And we did a funny video where I had to argue that you that you should pre-order, and uh, I, it was very funny indeed. It, it it sure was. How's it looking over there? Should I? Uh, I don't I'm know. about to resort to singing a song. Oh God, no! I'll just I'll just stop looking this up because I have no idea how this works. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, well, I'll just stop looking for it, or else that'll be it. Um, well, there's probably some famous who follow you. Eh, you know. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm at best fifth banana on a on like three different YouTube shows, so I'm I'm not holding my breath. Maybe there's someone who really likes fifth bananas. That's hey, then 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 it's for me because you know what? It's the fifth banana that gets made into banana bread, and yeah. that's the good stuff. People uh, have affection for the underdogs. Boom, boom. All right, no, that's fine. I think that's a fine place to end it. Okay, uh, that's we we've. Because it's so simple. Just stop pre-ordering stuff. Yes, please. But we we also understand our own lizard brain instincts. And if you are a person who does this for work, uh, sometimes it just can't be helped. So yeah. But if you if you if you want to do this for work, but it hasn't really been working out, just take a holiday. 
Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to pre-order everything, Michael. If the viewers didn't come for the last time you let's played something popular, they're not going to come for the next one, are they? Mm-hmm. It's okay not to monetize all of your hobbies. Maybe you're just not that charismatic. And that's okay. You can just play games and enjoy them on your own. Yes. Make money um, selling delightful handcrafted lampshades on Etsy instead. Ooh, everyone needs a lampshade. While you were playing, I made a lampshade. Oh, full circle. Well, then I'll I'll exit us proper by saying uh, if you didn't listen to the episode, uh, this ep- this podcast was based off of the Should You Pre-Order Video Games episode. Head over to escapistmagazine.com to listen to That Slightly Civil War, where where we have a, a joking debate about the topic. Uh, my name is Jack Packard. You can follow me on Twitter at Harlack. And I'm Yati Crozier. You can follow me on Twitter at Yati Crozier. And uh, all the stuff we usually say, uh, you can become an Escapist Plus member, get uh, ad-free viewing experience, ask the creators questions. You can become a YouTube Plus subscriber, get special emotes whenever we're live streaming over on YouTube, uh, head over to our Twitch channel, all sorts of stuff, escapistmagazine.com. Yes, you get the YouTube membership by, you go to the YouTube page for the Escapist, and then there's a little button that says join next to Mm. subscribe. A lot of people don't get that. Oh, okay. You have to click on the button that says join to get the YouTube membership. Oh, okay. And it's and all the cool kids are doing it. And all the cool kids are doing it. They are. Yes. Be afraid of missing out of that. I see all the green... Your name is... Uh, it gets a green bold text, so you pop out when we're live streaming. Green? That's the coolest color. <gasps> Churching. As we determined in our recent Mario vs. Luigi debate. Oh, dang, you're right. Well, well, that's it then. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.